I'm in. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome back to HNS Podcast. Hey. Episode 30. Oh, wait. It's not even episode 30 anymore. We officially broke the fours. It's episode 40. Oh, shit. Episode 40. One more time, round of applause. You guys are listening to the HNS Podcast. I'm your host, Herb. And tonight, we have the return of Big Meech across the room, which you may not be able to hear all that well, but that's all right. And over here, we got Leonard to my right. And on the soundtrack, none other than the wonderful Toro y Moi with Ordinary Pleasure off of his 2019 project, Outer Peace. If you haven't already checked it out, do yourself a favor and get out there and listen to those grooves. If you guys are having a wonderful day, I am so far having a very, very, very mixed plate. Hey! Of emotions. All right. Play Twisted Metal? So right now, guys, we are broadcasting live from the motherfucking HNS Podcast Studios. We are downstairs in the basement of the crib. And um, Big Meech is sitting across from us playing Twisted Metal on the PlayStation 1 Retro Throwback console. Bro, why is that PlayStation so small? It is ridiculously small. And we're having a good-ass time today, guys. We've had a, a crazy long brunch afternoon. Um, you know, we're just having a good time, feeling good. And I got a bunch of crazy topics I wanted to talk to you guys about, if you're interested in... Uh... Where'd you get this PlayStation from? <laughs> I have no idea. I think a friend of mine bought it at Walmart, and he sold it to me. Why isn't it open? What are you doing? Um, because I think it's not representative of the of the actual PlayStation. PlayStation? If you hit the button, I think it's just like, it's way of switching games. But anyways, guys, so yeah. So welcome back to uh, Urban Society Podcasts. Episode number 40. We officially broke 40 episodes. It's crazy to think that this podcast started in 2020, and it took literally two years to barely get to episode 40. But we're making hey. we're making strides. We're making strides. Today was a big day. Uh, we were out. You know, we be stepping. Mike. Everybody was out Mike. there chilling, having a good-ass time. Kicked off the day with um, eating some arenosas. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Some yeah. arenosas. So shout yeah. out to arenosas on the Kansas City, Kansas side. Yeah. They actually provided a very, very good chilaquiles uh, I liked it. platter. The cubana I had with yeah. the, with the uh, gordita. They did good. Yeah. I had a mazaplan. They did good. You I had, had the mazaplan? I had a cubana with the gordita. That shit was gas. Man, look. I could low-key go for another. Another gordita? Another gordita. Oh, snap. You know how we like the gorditas around here? Ooh, yes, sir. Ooh-wee. No, but yeah, man. It was a it was a good-ass time today. It was a good-ass time. We had some brunch. We were actually kicking it with um, the people who are here right now on the pod, as well as a homie Dom who didn't actually stick around for the podcast. But it was a uh, it was a good morning. And then after that, we went to go kick it at another Kansas City favorite in downtown Parlor. Parlor? Which was... Um, Ever had your thing going that thing right now, I think it's probably dead as fuck. Yep. Stupid. But um, parlor was very fun. So you know, it was it was a good evening. It was a or not even good evening. It was a good afternoon. Look at you. You dropping right, everything. And then right now it's in the middle of destruction mode. Dumb as fuck. So guys, we went from starting things off with a vibey Toro y Ma to right now nothing but. Does he say that dude's name? Toro y Ma? I believe so. To now we're in absolute Moy. destruction. Moy? I thought it was Moy. I thought it was. Like it could be Moy. I believe it's Moy. Thought Moy. Is he French? Yeah, makes sense. Though. Well, I think the terminology, at least for the title, was at least supposed to be French. Moi. But um, yeah, guys, we were getting into some pretty good conversations today over brunch, which um, I was wondering if you guys <gasps> wanted to pick up again on the podcast since we're here. Um, some of those conversations being. Like the uh, stock market crash. I know I personally told you guys that I had lost quite a bit. Were you guys uh, affected at all? No. By the collapse of crypto? I actually thought about buying crypto like about a week ago. But I couldn't bring myself to do it because I looked at prices. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. I'm fucking cool in that shit. Yeah, people are saying that right now is the time to buy. Buy low, buy low, buy low. Because it's... Low it makes sense for people it, to be saying that right uh, now. But let's be fucking real. But if you were one of the people who lost a whole bunch while it was high... And now it's low. You're going to want to get the fuck out and never look back. Sheesh. You're going to want to make whatever the fuck he can make right now and never get the fuck back there. You know, in the words of Chance the Rapper, 
life does come with the highs and the lows, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's talking about it right now. Is that gamble to take? As well as, you know, the fact that as, as a society, we're still getting paid, what, just a 725 as far as minimum wage. So a lot of people out there aren't even making a lot of, a lot of good money anyway. So it's just to risk it on a stock market right now. It's just, it's way too volatile, way too risky. Um, I luckily <coughs> didn't lose too much. But <coughs> I lost enough to be alarming to maybe tell me, hold off. Don't do How much you lose? A couple thousand. Ever. Yeah. But it's all right. What's wrong with you, boy? It's all right. I, just, I have faith, you know? I just had faith in the stock market because it was going up. Now, here's a question. Did you sell or are you still holding? No, I'm still holding. I still own them. Oh, so that's just plummeting. What are you owning? It's plummeting. What are you owning? I think right now I own Ethereum. I own Bitcoin. I own some Gap stock. I own some. Well, that's what stocks. I had. I had. I had Ethereum, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get back into owning Ethereum. I'd probably leave with Ethereum. I'd probably sell it. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think right now they're actually saying that they're thinking of stop stopping Ethereum. Period. Not stopping it, but like it won't no longer be an acceptable currency. And to think that a lot of the NFTs were actually being minted off of Ethereum coin. So it's like to think all those NFTs that people have made now, now those are worthless. 100%. And you wanted to get into it. I told you. I hope Bebo did something with all that money he made off the NFTs because he was like the first big one that made like a billion. <coughs> Bebo? 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 Not, not Bebo, the not social Be- media. Yeah, not Bebo, the social media, but Bebo. I hope he, uh, I hope he cashed out. I feel like once you started seeing that Ethereum was getting very shady, I'm talking about like maybe the middle of last year, uh-huh. if you were savvy enough, which let's be honest, not a lot of us are, if you were savvy enough, you would have known to get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Because it got bad. All the pump and dump schemes, all the bullshit fucking coins that came into the market. It was a lot. If you were If you were fluent enough in crypto... You would have seen the the writings on the wall. You would have got the fuck out early on. But let's be fucking real. What did peak at? What Bitcoin peak at? 64,000, I believe. Yeah. 64, like 64, 65. Yeah. And it down to 19? 18, 19? 19. We can check it right now. What is it at right now? Let me check. Like 19, look, yeah, if we're looking at current Bitcoin. You look at current Bitcoin estimations. And I'm going to just look at the stocks all together. Because I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was it NASDAQ? As of the recording terribly. of this podcast, we are at $19,289.23. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. It just hit a low of $18,95502 earlier this this day. Yeah, that's... I mean, if you look at NASDAQ, NASDAQ tanked quite a bit. But it honestly wasn't that big of a surprise because... If you were picking up on it towards the end of like uh, December, January, it's kind of been going down since the beginning of the year. But crypto was the one that caught a lot of people by surprise. And and, and it's got to be pretty alarming when you think how many fucking people out there were overnight crypto billionaires only to all of, <laughs> only to all of a sudden get hit with this shitty crash now they're crypto, you know, broke. Like, they no longer have the money. Like, if you think, if you invested right around when Dogecoin was getting I invested big in Dogecoin. early, early 2021. I invested in Dogecoin. And, and you made good money off of that. That was a terrible idea. And then you idea. took that money out, and then you put that in Ethereum, and then you rode that out until this crashed about, what, a month ago? Two months ago? Not even two months ago. No, a no, month no. Ago. It hasn't been two months. Yeah, if you rode it out till then and then sold, then you played it right. But if you're still holding, like myself... Just, you would have had to really something devalue bad. It's like if a car got in a car wreck. You would have had to really pay. I don't. I have very limited knowledge of the crypto market, but you uh-huh. would have had to really paid attention to what was going on in the crypto market to realize that this shit was going to crash within a month. Yeah. So if you got out before this shit hit lows of sixteen thousand, then props to you. Because he sold off and made some fucking bread. But as for the rest of us, mm-hmm. and I'm not including myself in there because I haven't had any type of cryptocurrency in months. But as for the rest of them, they're all in hot shit. They're all fucked. Unless he played with money that yeah. literally just play money, which is probably the smart thing to do. If you if you got into the crypto cur- into the cryptocurrency game and you just took play money in, uh-huh. then I hope you're doing okay. But after the motherfuckers that just went head first. Like, if you're like a daily broker, a daily trader. Yeah, like if you sit there. Okay, fuck, this one's probably going to go down at the end of the night. I'm going to put it in this one because it's going to go up. If you're doing that, 
you're, you probably know something. Yeah. But if you're just using it as like a savings account, pull your savings account. You're tank. fucked. Your bank just foreclosed. You are fucked. And you're not guaranteed shit. No, not at all. It's terrible. There's no FDIC on this shit. You're fucked. Uh, STEM player. What? Yeah, so for, the, uh, for those of you guys who are just listen, listening to the audio on I the table, I actually have a STEM player. Um, and our host, uh, our co-host, our guest, Big Meech. Oh, wow. Is, you never you never fuck around with these? No. Check it out. Check us out, guys. I'm going to give you guys a quick preview if you haven't already. But yeah, like we were saying, before we before we just randomly end the, uh, the conversation, um, it was, uh, you know, it was a random... Um, Oh my god. It was a uh, Are we gonna get our ass beat? Perhaps. It was it was just a random tanking of the stock market out of nowhere. And I hope we could recover from this, but who knows? Shit's about to get crazy. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care enough. Yeah. No, not really. And I don't mean I don't mean that with any disrespect, but I just I don't care enough. Let's be real. These are mar these are these are markets. That you should know are very are very up and down. Uh-huh. So if you willingly get into the cryptocurrency market, you should expect this shit to hit rock fucking bottom. Jesus, he's not wrong. You know, honestly, he's not wrong. With stocks, there's a lot of in, there's a lot of knowledge out there. A lot of experts. A lot of uh, articles. A lot of. Uh, Anything really? There's a lot. Just there's a lot of information out there that you can inform yourself. Now I'm not saying the stock market is safe, uh-huh. but it's safer. So if you fuck with the cryptocurrency market, I can't feel sorry for you. You know what the fuck is gonna go on. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. You know, I I knew what the fuck to expect when I was throwing hundred dollars every check. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like going to the casino. You know, yeah. kind of like going to the casino. Once you pull those hundred dollars out, expect to lose them. Simple as that. In my opinion, man. Well, look. I just hope that whoever invested, and even myself, uh, I'm not. I'm not pulling out because to pull out now would be silly as fuck. It's probably gonna keep tanking. But I'm just gonna leave it in there. If it's if it's money lost, there's no point in selling it at a loss. I might as well still hold because the possibility of it going back up. Maybe it's a beanie baby, you know. Maybe for a couple generations, it got. It's gonna be dusty. But I'll be able to break this bitch out. So I'm. I'm not gonna do anything with it. I'm gonna let it sit. But for the people out there who have lost. We're talking in the tens of thousands of dollars. Um, you know, I, I I really hope that you guys are doing okay and are, um, you know, figuring shit out because it's, it's not easy. I know there's a lot of divorces. I know there's a lot of uh, potential suicides that are happening. So if you are really affected by all this, by the crypto crash and all that, you know, really reach out to somebody. But yeah, so uh, if you guys are wondering what's going on right now, to change the uh, conversation a little bit, like we were saying a couple minutes ago, Big Meech found the box of the stem player. So right now, what you're actually fucking around with is a stem player. player. Is it on the Bluetooth? It's the Yeezy Tech stem player. This is on the Bluetooth right now? Uh So if you look, it has four different um, lines, if you will, coming out of the center. And each one of those represents a different aspect of instrumentation, whether it's vocals, treble, bass, instrumentation, uh, or drums. Mm-hmm. And as you're fucking around with those, you're silencing it. So if you don't see the line, that means you've silenced that specific channel. So perhaps right there, you've you know you silenced the vocals. Before that, you had previously silenced the organs. So this device allows you to kind of oh wow, that's all mess around with the music. That's all acapella. Oh yeah. And a lot of people have actually gone on because this, the website, stemplayer.com, allows you to actually upload any songs that you want mm-hmm. onto the device off of YouTube or even an MP3 player or an MP3 link. And you could literally take the instrumentation off your favorite songs and just listen to the vocals. It's an interesting device, but that's not the only thing you can do. If you, if you notice, there's three little buttons up here at the top, right? So click this one. Now this one allows you to manipulate the loop length or whether you want to listen to it sped up or in reverse. Yep. What album is that off of? Uh, this is off the Donda. Donda? What yep. the fuck? Yeah, so right now, if you guys are wondering, the song is being manipulated in real time for artistic purposes and just representation of the Yeezy device is a track off of Kanye West's Donda album. Which was actually dropped last year. The album dropped 
in August, and the song that's being manipulated right now is uh, Keep My Spirit Alive. You're a DJ with that. Now, hit this button, and you can do even more. What am I doing there? Oh, what the fuck? No way. So it's it's a very interesting... Uh, so now it's it's uh, bled into the next song. That's hard. What the fuck? It's an interesting uh, it's an interesting device. It allows what you a, to what a fade out though. Oh, this is amazing. It's amazing. So if you notice, like this, some of my favorite things to do, are, like I'll find a song, for example, this one. I'll click the loop. So what, what you can do is there's a center button on it. And if you hold it, it allows you to loop a certain part of the song, right? So let's see right here. So we're gonna loop that one and go to the moon part. Then add an effect to it. itself holds songs so right now it's it, it holds i think donda one donda two and jesus is king those three projects on here so you're actually playing the songs off the device but the reason you're allowed to manipulate it is because it separates into four stems and it has all these different effects on there so you could add a loop you could add a delay you could add reverb you could add whatever so it's a it's a very interesting device now at the same time is it worth the $200 price tag? $200? It's a, it's a lot. But if you find utility in it, and you, like, for example, right now, we just created a beautifully amazing moment. This is in the background. It's literally an original composition right now because we just remixed it on the spot. But it's made from Kid, uh, from Kid Cudi, uh, Don Tolliver, and Kanye West's song, Moon, off of Donda. And right now, we just have it. It's an amazing Loop. little atmosphere in the back. Loop. So, it's for... Slow. So I see it more so as like a musician's fidget toy, you know? Like if you have like that music here. Oh, are you listening to this? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I like, don't know about that. This, this thing is amazing. So for anybody out there who hasn't already looked into the uh, Donda stem player, the Yeezy stem player, I mean. That's hard. Check it out, man. Check it out. It's uh, stemplayer.com. Uh, S-T-E-M player.com. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful device. Do multiple things rewind it. I've noticed that a lot of beautiful music can be created from the rewind. I would love to play with that. So yeah, that's pretty hard. So now chef, is that a standalone speaker? Um, it is actually, but it has Bluetooth capabilities, and you can connect headphones to it. Oh, so good. so hey, shout out Easy, shout out Easy Tech, man. Shout out uh, Kano, who are collaborative. Uh, Why do you have a fucking applause? Shout out to Easy Tech. Do you have a soundboard? Absolutely. Shout out to Easy Tech. Shout out to Kano, who are out there just doing the their fucking thing. What the fuck do you have a soundboard for? Because <laughs> we're legit. Yeah, bro. Let me hear some other so, soundboard. Um, oh, there's just some other shit. You know, like we got some crowd applause. Like if it's a chill applause, like say something cool. Say something that might make people applause. You guys ready? Hold up. You ready for the applause? If you driving, drive at your knees. Say no to abortion. Woo! Say no to abortion. Wait. Oh shit! Oh, say no. To wait, 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 wait. Did you just? Did I you just admit up. you were a pro-lifer? You Republican no. piece of shit. Wait, did oh, he man. just admit he was a pro-lifer and I cheered him on? Kick him out, bro. God damn! You see how? All right. Can we bro. get a boo? A boo? Oh wow! Hold on, let's get a boo. 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 Let's get a boo here. Are you right? coming back over here? You know what you just got yourself into right now, brother? Some people might say trouble. Oh. I like to choose other wording. Okay. I like, to choose, I like to choose wording 
that um, Cardi B might use, Lil Durk might use, Kanye West might use, you know? I like to say you just ended up in hot shit. Hey, hey! Have you guys checked the song out yet? Yeah. What's this? Yeah. Yep, I did. Cardi B, Kanye West, and Lil Durk. This is average as fuck. Hot shit. Yo. As a wrestling fan, that was already a good opener. That shit was average as fuck, bro. Off the top rope, super fly shit. Oh, damn. That shit was average as fuck, though. Super fly <laughs> snooker. Listen, man. Off the jump. Hey, bro. Off the jump. This is already a five out of six. Let's keep going. All right, bro. What you think? Average. I heard it the other day with my neck, but they wanted to check it out. That's just average. Let's, slow, let's just take a little. We're just gonna drop in real quick to little birds. Ready? You're not gonna change my mind. It's average. No? no. All right. Now we're gonna drop into Yeezy. You ready? It's also not. You ready to see what Yeezy's doing? It's also Get used to the pain. Till one day I said, "Fuck it, my suits on the plane." Why you playing? What y'all think? What y'all think? Is this good or not? Average? 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 I feel like she could have picked. I don't know what her. Yes. Average? Average? I feel like. I don't know. Average or garbage? Listen. Oh, hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. I don't know what the rest of her album sounds like, but she probably could have picked a better single. Do you think she's? Do you think this is leading up to a record, or is this something just it's like definitely a throwaway? Leading up to a record. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It sounds average. Do you as think fuck, she's though. stepping on Beyonce? No, they're no. on two different lanes. Have, have you guys heard Beyonce's new track? I did. No. That shit didn't sound like Beyonce at all. Have you heard it? No. Big Meech has not heard Beyonce's new track. That shit threw me off. Would you like to take a little gander? Come on, bro. Just the first uh, ten seconds. Ready? Come on. For a creative um, critique, here is Beyonce's new song, Break My Soul. You don't want to get sued, bro. Let's go! We can only do 10 seconds. We can only do 10 seconds and we've already gone over. What do you think? That, that gives you nothing. That gives you nothing? That gives you nothing. Let's drop in real quick. Ready? We're gonna drop into the chorus, sound the alarm, because Beyonce's back and she says she's gonna take the summer with a three-part project, maybe four-part project called Renaissance. What is this? Mean? I'm sorry? Is she taking the Draco Yes. That's what people are saying. People are saying people are saying Yeah, people are saying that there's a uh, a major push from the mainstream to create house music right now. Out of where though? TikTok. But why? I've liked house music for like do a you while. Really, do you really want to want to get into it? Because if you want to get into it, dude, we can talk. We, look. What's that? You shooting me? What the hell's going on right there? No, what's going on? Are you shooting me? I have no idea. Are you fucking on. shooting me, I dog? Have no idea what's going on? If you if you guys really want to get into it, I have a crazy conspiracy on why I think um, house music is being pushed. Lay down me. Because you know what's coming back right now more than ever? Mm. Due to the TV shows like Narcos, TV shows <coughs> like um, fucking the show about the high school kids, Euphoria Stranger and all that. Things? No, no, not Stranger Things. Euphoria, Euphoria and all that. People are big, 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 big right now on drugs. Yeah. What? Drugs. Big time. Illicit drugs. Euphoria is based in current time zone. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, okay. But the sound that that plays more so to uppers, if you will, right. in the drug world, right. happens to be house music, mm -hmm. happens to be funk, happens to be pop, you know what I'm saying? And right now... Is anyone really taking uppers while listening to funk though? Bro, I, 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 look, I have an idea, I have, I have a reason to believe that there are more people out there in the world taking uppers than we probably... Then we probably think. No, I agree. I'm, I'm sure there's... A, and a lot of them are, a bit probably, of are probably the musicians making this style of music. And the people in the world, don't you think? I do agree that you gotta be high on something to make house music. Bro, if you're coming out of nowhere and just doing this, you gotta be doing some extra you, got, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. It's family friendly, but in what setting? Is it though? 
a family friendly fucking seventies rave. That's the only setting. Is it though? I don't know. I don't even know what she's saying. Look, look, I'm gonna be honest. I read the lyrics a little bit, and uh, some of the stuff that she was pushing in the beginning. I'm not a Beyonce hater, but I just don't know if this is necessarily the message that we need to, you know, be pushing out right now. What message do she we was need? Saying, um, she was saying, you know, I'm going to find a new drive. Damn, they work so much, all right? She said, damn, they work me so damn hard. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So damn hard. Hold on. Huh? What message are you looking for? In music? Yes. That's a good question. I mean, because music is subjective, right? So it depends. There are people out there who want this message. And, I'm and other... that I get. But, but... I mean, I just don't know if this is the message everybody needs. Because then later on in the song, she's talking about quitting the job. I'm going to give it 100 to you, and, bro. And I've always fine, been... Bro. I've no. always... I've always been of the personal belief, bro. Keep, keep it 100, bro. I've always been of the personal belief that it is not the responsibility of the artiste to oh, influence, so the, to influence the kids. Like, check it out. 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 Drop it in house. Back in the 90s, if I'm not wrong... 90s, maybe 80s, in the world of NBA, uh-huh. Charles Barkley was considered a Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley? What the fuck is Charles Barkley? Well, listen, that's what I'm going to fucking get to. He's got a tie in, bro. He's got a tie in. Charles Barkley was considered a terrible influence for the youth. Who made it Charles Barkley's uh-huh. job to be an influence on the youth? That's a good point. Why is it his job yeah. to influence the youth? Charles Barkley was just uh-huh. living, playing MVP uh-huh. basketball. Why the fuck did somebody put it on him to influence the youth? Like, why am I a template? If this mother, this motherfucker spit on fans, if he wants to spit on fans, so be it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what Kendrick's message was on this new record. It's like, look, you guys look up to me, but I'm not your savior. No, it's like who's giving no. me this title? If you put these motherfuckers in a position of power, which I'm not saying the people we have in position of power right now are any better, but if you put these motherfuckers in a position of power. Low key, you probably find out that your heroes are not it. Nah, and that's what he's saying. It's like, yo, I'm flawed. So, like, I find it just as difficult to love thy neighbors. So, it's like he says it in his lyrics, like, you know, K- Kendrick is flawed. Our heroes are flawed. So, yeah, I mean. So then I ask you again, who, what message are you looking for? In music? I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I guess if this was what she felt like putting out, then so be it. But. Bro, I just know that people are very it. susceptible. Think about it. Think people about are it. very, very susceptible to absolutely to being easily uh, influenced, influenced by by lyrics, celebrities, and, and captions, and you know that anything that she puts in her lyrics, people are gonna caption the shit out of it. Oh yeah, especially because she has a whole fan base. Yeah, so you got. But think, this is my thing, though. This is my what thing. What message though. are we looking for? These people are rich beyond means. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce, bro. Do you really think that Beyonce now? Mm-hmm. This Beyonce, almost forty. If not already forty, uh-huh. can this Beyonce really relate to to her fan base? Probably not. Unless yeah, she's talking, unless she's talking to a rich ass white woman in her fucking forties, mm-hmm. fifties that's super liberated, driving a Land Rover to the shopping mall. Who can Beyonce really relate to? Yeah, let's be fucking real here. Right, right. You think Beyonce gonna relate to half of these women out here? Hell no. Fuck no. Half of these women are working nine to five, just living day by day, and that's not knocking them. I'm just saying this, just is, what, this is what this is but what life what, consists of for the ninety five percent of us. That's what I'm saying for for her song to say, and I totally didn't mean that alarm, but for her for her song to then say, you know, for these girls out there who are listening to her music and working nine to five, quit your job. No. Quit your jobs because it's not gonna break your soul. You're better than that. Go that's the thing about wiggle. that's the thing about our generation of listeners. I feel like our generation of listeners pay too much fucking attention to, to the, the art. <laughs> to the art. I mean, you're right, man. There's being, nothing wrong. I'm just, with I'm, just, I'm just being. I'm just being a hater just to be a hater. Man. No, but there's nothing saying, wrong with that. That's your persona. But yeah. what I'm saying, bro, is that I feel like people in our age uh-huh. group, so our generation. Should just listen to uh, these artists and just enjoy it for what it is, and just enjoy it for what it is, right, man. Right. You know, if you want to listen to R. Kelly's pedophile ass and separate him from the motherfucking pedophilia see, shit that he got into, see, that's a hot topic. But I also believe that. I mean, if you just like the song, for honestly, what it is, bro, it's hard. I feel like people just put a front on for the internet because I hear people listening to R. Kelly left and right. Honestly, and that's funny because uh, you know. That's funny because Either, as <laughs> a person, actually, Kendrick actually mentions that in his new album. Too. As a person, R. Kelly's a Yo. fucking garbage, a garbage can of person, bro. Man, but as an artist, 
He's got some, he's all right. He's got some good songs. I got like two R. Kelly songs. I'm not going to take songs. him off, man. I'm not a fucking pedophile. I don't give two fucks about that shit, man. man. You know? Yeah, that's that's. But you got to be able to separate the art the from art the artist, man. Half of these artists are painting these fucking these hundred year old paintings, man, mm-hmm. that are famous as shit. And there were they were pieces of shit, man. Van Gogh was a fucking pervert, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, if we if we think about it, back in the day, I mean, Van Gogh was a pervert, dog. He cut shit. his ear off because he was rejected. Yeah, and he know. fucking sent it to his lover. Oh my goodness. What the fuck is that, dude? It's big creep mode. You know? That's big creep mode. Michelangelo was a weird guy, dude. I remember I recently found out that uh you guys know who Sigmund Freud is, right? Yes. Sigmund Freud is a psychologist guy who had a lot of different theories and he was mostly leaning on a uh, a lot of your things are repressed sexual desires towards your mom, blah blah blah. Right, blah. Right. That's kinda of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the other day I was scrolling on Reddit and they said that um Sigmund Freud was a cocaine addict and he personally prescribed it to his wife and friends and that's how they came up with a lot of their different theories. I wouldn't doubt it. So they said they would do a lot of uh, coke or morphine. They said that Fucking was, morphine? They said that was really the only two cures you had as far as um, antique medicine. And check it out. By today's standards, this guy would be fucking gone. What, like, oh, yeah. What's wrong with you, bro? That's, 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 that's. <laughs> but back in the day... Maybe this was normal. He was a psychologist. This he, was the way. But then again, back then they had coke in the in the sodas. You know what I'm saying? Right. And people and there's rumor that the coke in the meth? soda still still uh, is around in Mexico and the bottle cokes and shit. Meth? Uh-huh. Meth was meth was made as a uh, uh, substitute for morphine. Yeah, for the Nazis. Yes, it was actually it was uh, it was trademarked or copyright. I don't know which one it is. It might be trademarked or uh-huh. patented. I don't know which one it is. One of the three uh-huh. by Bayer. And it was openly sold as a substitute to morphine for pain. Oh, yeah. These were different times, man. No, back in the day when they were selling the snake oil and elixirs and shit, That's everybody was just getting fucked up on Everything. either straight, pure alcohol, pure moonshine, These coke, were different morphine. times, man. These were different fucking times, bro. <laughs> but but the, the, that, that comes back to the whole... To the whole... Now, Sig... What's his name? Sigmore? Sigmund Freud? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've heard of the guy. I just don't know how the fuck to pronounce his I shit. Mean, I mean... Who, but he he is not big enough to have mm-hmm. that type of influence on the culture. Mm-hmm. Well, now, well, not not to us, but we're talking about in the uh, intellectual, like uh, what do you call it, like in the college institute culture, mm-hmm. in the university culture. Oh, well, yeah, he studied. He, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he has mean, courses and stuff like that. He pretty much set yeah. down like the the break work, the what's it called, the groundwork for psychology. Right. Yeah. But look, check it out. Like going back to musicians, for uh-huh. example. Like I personally think, and this is probably gonna be a hot topic, like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Kendrick's album's trash. The newest one. Yes. Big Meech, you I'll, might have to come join us again, brother. What's your damn? Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Kendrick Lamar's new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, yes. is trash. Now let me get, let me, let me tell you what. Ken, Kendrick's album. What about? Ken, all right, Kendrick's album plays huh. like a diary entry. And Kendrick's album plays. Kendrick's album plays like this man should have kept this shit to himself. This album? Yes. Subjectively, I am 100% sure that people would gas my ass and burn uh-huh. me on the stake for saying what I just said. Uh-huh. But subjectively, you here, think- in my persona, I think it's garbage. Now, do you think it's specific songs or the whole thing? For example. Just to rate the whole for, album for example, trash for specific songs. I'm a, okay, for a, a 1 out of 10, I'm going to uh-huh. give you a 3.5. Yes. A three point five for the whole project. A three point five for the whole that, project. I, no, I think you're being too harsh. A three point five for the whole. No, I'm giving Kendrick his respects because Kendrick is a dog, bro. He does his shit. Too harsh. But that album, bro. For example, okay. Uh-huh. Let me hit it on his arch enemy. I mean, because you gotta think. All right, there's okay. eighteen songs total. I saved a few, but uh-huh. I skipped the fuck out of them every time. So let's try to do it in France. Out of everybody that you could have picked in the industry, you picked Kodak? Kodak is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Kodak <laughs> is a weirdo, dog. Who else would have been He's, good? He fucking, he tries to fuck his, his features. To, uh, like, uh, the, whole, the whole thing with Lotto, uh-huh. like, with Lotto, uh-huh. he he is speculated to be the guy that was like, fuck me, and I'll release this, this goddamn... Feature. No way. Now, once again, going back to separating the art from the <laughs> artist. Yeah. yeah. If you want to go ahead, 
Mm-hmm. In my eyes, no mm-hmm. issues. Listen to fucking Kodak, man. Fuck yeah. Separate him from the fucking, from the persona. Uh-huh. But. I did not know that. He's a weirdo. Interesting. Kendrick, being the, the Mount Rushmore type rapper that he's looked at in this modern age. Uh-huh. You chose Kodak. What? I mean. Putting on his cousin is one thing. Mm-hmm. If I, by some fucking flock of miracle, ever became uh-huh. big, I'd definitely put my family uh-huh. on. So I don't bang him for getting for getting on. Has, uh, he, has he never featured with Kodak before? Ever? No. Is it up until this project? Up until this project. First Kodak feature. So you don't think there was like a bigger message at play? You don't think like at least artistically or stylistically there was... I think what's going on is... Being done that was like a little with bit... Kendrick, I think what's going on is similar to what happened with Drake. Uh-huh. Now, I will state, uh-huh. I'm biased here. Huh. I like Drake more than I like Kendrick. But I like both okay. of them a lot. But, in my eyes, uh-huh. and in my explanation, these guys are artists. Mm-hmm. For one, they don't owe us shit. Uh-huh. They can make whatever the fuck they want to make. If this guy wants to fart on a fucking album for 45 minutes and release it, he can fart on a fucking album for 45 minutes and release it. It's gotta be Drizzy Drake. Either one. <laughs> if either one wants to take a fat fucking shit on one of these albums and yeah. just release it and do it, they can. Yeah. Nothing's holding them back from it. But, as artists, you expect something from them. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah. Drake released music. Huh. Kendrick released a diary entry. Yeah. For example, We Cry Together. Uh-huh. It's a good song. You don't think there's no need for that? No, no, no. That's a good song. Uh-huh. That makes you feel like you're listening into a friend's fucking fight. Oh, yeah. That sounds too personal. But do you want to drive around and listen to that? I drive around and listen to it sometimes. Listen, bro, we live in a fast-paced world now. <laughs> yeah. We live in a fast-paced world now. Is it going to change? Probably. Maybe it'll get faster. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll slow back down. But in this day and age, the people that are listening to Kendrick uh-huh. are more than likely in our age group. What is our age group doing? Working. Sure. Trying to get by. Surviving. Doing what they can. And just live another day. Which includes sometimes getting up in the fucking morning... Uh-huh. Throwing on whatever the fuck comes on in your shuffle and letting that bitch play. Mm. Am I going to let that shit play in my shuffle? Absolutely fucking not. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't got to I be just woke one. up. Why the fuck would I want to listen to argument? You're right. But, I'm doing I mean, great with my girl. I mean, but like, how about how about the other ones though? Like, United in Grief? I mean, let's... Not, I saved not to a go, few songs. Through, I saved a few through. songs. But you're telling me United in Grief didn't spark you? Bro. Check it out. I'll pull up what the fuck I saved, dog. Is that just too weird for you? Yes. That's that's what it... Look, listen. Regardless of who uh-huh. who bangs me for my opinion, uh-huh. Kendrick's a dog. Uh-huh. If you listen to the shit he wrote in, the, in this album alone, he goes the fuck in. Uh-huh. But looking at, looking at it from... Check it out. I'm looking at it as if I was a mu- music executive, mm-hmm. which maybe not, it's not going to fit with everybody. Uh-huh. I'm looking at it as if I was a music executive. If I was a music executive, uh-huh. I don't know who the fuck Kendrick Lamar was. And he came up to me and he like, check my album out. Release this shit. Unless I'm some niche-ass fucking uh-huh. record label that releases this type of shit for everybody, I'm not fucking signing you. This sounds too... too. It's just like progressive hip-hop. Yeah. Is this even hip-hop anymore? Yeah. There's a few songs in here. There's a few songs in here that I could be like, yeah, this is hip-hop, which uh-huh. there is. Right? There is. And maybe even if you just want to classify it off beats, yes, this is hip-hop. Huh. I mean, I I fucked with it, bro, because it starts off with United in Grief, and to me, that is progressive as fuck. And then N95, to me, I think N95 is potentially one of the hits off of it. Would you agree, at least? Check it out. One of the ones you did save? This is what I saved. I'm going to run you by what I saved. Mayor, Mr. Morale, Silent Hill, Purple Hearts, Uh and Worldwide Steppers. My favorite yeah, out of you say, I mean, my favorite out of what I saved, Worldwide Steppers. Really? Yes. That's a good one because that one's progressive. That one's a little bit di- different. And I feel like, but yeah, but I also you gotta understand that I sh- I like like industrial music, uh-huh. like Yay. I like uh-huh. Yay. You know, like Nine Inch Nails. There's a few songs. Silent in there Hill's Nine a Inch banger, Nails. dude. It, it's a banger. Get them. But like, ooh. But overall, the whole album. I mean, I I I, I understand because even the interludes sometimes they when they were when they were playing I was like man is this absolutely necessary like they added to the record but as a, as far as being a song 
Like, it's not really like a, a, a song I want to put on my playlist. I'll put this topic to bed with this one. Mother I Sober, what do you think about some? I imagine that's one no, of the ones. I didn't that... save it. I'll put this topic to bed like this. I can't drive around to that shit. To the record? Yeah. Hmm. If I got a party going on, I'm not going to play this new Kendrick album. So it's just like, and that's what I've heard. It's like, some music is, like, the answer to the question is, is music good or bad? It's like, it's not bad, but where do I listen to it? Right. It's like, what's the setting for this? I'll play this album if I'm going through something with my girl. Or if I'm going through something personally that I need, I need something to listen to that just won't fit the mood. Uh You know, so I'll pull up Mr. Morale. But on my daily life, where I'm not even, where sometimes I'm not happy. talking about the Kendrick album? Yes. Yeah. It's average, I bet. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so hold on. Big Meech, keep it nice, sweet, and simple for me, man. I I know you just. On the Meech scale, I'm giving it a seven. That's, and, that, and that's gracious. I mean, that's, that's, very not, that's not bad. That's very generous. That's average, though. For a Kendrick album, a considering that, the Pimp a Butterfly, a Even nine. Damn. Damn was hard. Nine. Damn, a nine. On right, my so scale? You look at, you look at uh, good, good Kid Mad City, a nine. That's almost a ten, bro. So that's I'm, a perfect album. Good Kid Mad City was one of those albums that as soon as they came out, was an instant classic. So I got it. Damn? Damn was a good-ass fucking album. It actually to was. To Butterfly? It was really poppy, but it was like a damn good album. To, but by Kendrick standards, it was poppy. It was pop done by Kendrick. Exactly. By TV, by TV. Exactly. Was to Pimp a Butterfly? I don't think I got to say anything about Pimp a Butterfly. It's, no. it's worldwide recognized. Oh, yeah. Right? So and he comes like, out with... So like Mr. Morale, that's like bottom of the list. Yeah. So you would, you would place that one as like one of his worst ones, besides yes. like Section 80 movies. Yes. Yeah. And that's yes. not saying worse, it's like just... Out of all his releases, it's the by Kendrick Sanders, weakest release. Do you remember that album that he dropped? Untitled uh, Master. Untitled Master. The green one. I yeah. put it under that. Really? I, I, I put, put it, it under I put that. It over that. No, Untitled Master has some good ass. No, Untitled Master has some. Untitled Master Five is guys walking around with blue faces. Right. Or the song, the song Untitled Untitled Five, one of my favorite Kendrick songs. Oh yeah. Where he talks about shooting somebody's brains out. Oh yeah. That's just gas. I'm not putting Mr. Morale over that. Hmm. Absolutely not. Okay. Now okay. the Drake album. That shit was hot. That shit was hot. That shit right. was hot. So let's switch it then. Let's switch it then. Let's talk about this Drake release. Right. Coming off of the heels of CLB. Did you guys like CLB? CLB was garbage. 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 You guys thought that what the lines were too corny, the songs were too predictable, it was, it was just safe. It was trying to be too much at once. Yeah. Hmm. So then so then on it okay, so then how do you feel about this new one? I like the fact that he it went in one direction and, yep. and it hit it up the point. Yep. You think that should be the way he moves from here on out? No. Stay no. one genre? It's one of those contemporary albums, man. Like when an artist from a genre drops a project that's not what he's used to. Uh-huh. This is going to be one of those albums where, let me give you a few examples you remember, here. You, you remember you remember Lil Wayne's Rebirth? I was about to say the same Which show. one? Lil Wayne Rebirth? You remember when Lil uh, Wayne fucked around with rock music? I remember because you he, liked he one of his rock, rock songs. I remember that, the song, but I probably don't remember the title of the track. Well, do you remember when Lil Wayne fucked around with rock music? Yeah, yeah, when he was doing like uh, Lollipop First, and Prom Star. What Lil Wayne that? fan gives two fucks about that album now? No. Very few. No. This is what this album's gonna be. Honestly, never mind. Who? Honestly, never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is what this album's gonna be for Drake. Huh. Nobody's gonna give two fucks about this album. It's kind of a hot take, man. No. You don't think so? It's real. Because Drake is a rapper and a pop star. This isn't pop star material. This is underground house music shit. I mean, I don't know. If I, uh, if, if I, if I think so, I think that's kind of a hot take. Because as far as I know, I think people are eating this up. Now they are. But a week ago? Two weeks ago? Hot shit. People couldn't get fucking past it. You go to the Twitter mentions, which I think Twitter is a fucking sensible. This is that little wind song. I love that album. Did you just interrupt us with a gunshot? Yeah. In a way. You know, I've always wondered where where did that instrumentation come from that I've always admired? It was Wayne, huh? That little like kind of like spacey poppy vibe. It was him, yeah. Cuddy, early Lupe. Lupe was that all the time. That's a good song, man. Lil Wayne has slept on. No, no. So, so no, no. He he was So you think you think honestly never mind? Overrated, Lil Wayne. Overrated. No, like, honestly, no, no. never mind. It's not better than the Carter Three. Whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa
Hold on, hold on. How the fuck did we get on this comparison? I'm sorry. Holy shit. No, but I agree with Mike. It's not better than the Carter 3. Of course. At all. The I, don't Carter- think, I don't think anything Drake's done is better than the Carter 3. Mm. Hmm. That's biased. It was, it's very biased. What are all the... Okay, name me the hits on Carter 3, because I actually I forgot. Miss Officer. Miss Officer. Well, Miss Miss Officer. Officer. Oh, okay, okay. Lollipop. Lollipop. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's Six Foot, Seven Foot was on there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a hit. Was that on the next one? He had bangers on there. But that's a good album, bro. But that album was one of those rare albums that's critically acclaimed and commercially acclaimed. Yeah, that's it was a good album. Right. Drake's had those. Take Care? I don't like Take Care. I don't give a fuck about Take Care. Take Care was good, bro. But But people hold Take Care up there. Hmm. I would say... say Depending on who you're speaking to... His mixtape is probably better than his album. If you're reading this, it's hard as fuck. No, so far gone. Also, so far gone. I mean, so far gone. When this dropped, when honestly, never mind dropped, people were expecting a if you're reading this type deal, because if you're reading this, literally dropped unexpected as fuck. Mm. But he said he's all he's also dropping another album or project. Yeah, I heard he's gonna he's gonna come back with another one. Nah, if that's dark, t- <coughs> dark tank demos too. That'd be cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Dark tape demos was hard. That shit was hard. I'm not gonna lie. He did his thing. He did his thing with this record. This record was hard. He did his thing with this record. It's a good song. You know, it's um. It was definitely a surprise to me from that opening track. The fact what changed your mind? Because he said it was hot garbage. The fact you don't like mob ties. I didn't I hurt, hurt. Hurt. It could have been the setting and perhaps what I expected. Because like it is one note. And I kind of like. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it's just it grew on me. Cause like at first I was just like, man, what the fuck is Drake doing? I heard, I heard that shit for the first time, like at three or four in the morning. At the when I first heard it, it was twelve. It was twelve a.m. I was hooked. I was just like, man, he's yeah, making songs had, uh, that are supposed to sound like. I had a keeper on uh, repeat. Uh, I was like, he has, he made a, a whole album of songs that are supposed to sound like Passion Fruit and One Dance. And but all they those. don't. And I'm like, they don't. I'm like, and they don't, they don't add up. What's the closest song that sounds like Passion Fruit, for example? Maybe Massive. Maybe. For those you guys wondering, Maybe. that was a Maybe. little snippet of Massive. Uh, by Drake. Keeper. Honestly, never mind. Keeper's hard as fuck. Keeper's your favorite one. This one's hard as fuck. Oh yeah. Cause this one kind of sounds like Passion Fruit, right? Not really. It's a good song. I just like the beat. The unfortunate thing for Drake is that he has a broad audience. So there's gonna be people who there's gonna be people who hate. You guys want some sad boy shit, man? I get it. I love it. I found a new muse. It's on fire, man. They're all hard as fuck. Listen, I got a soundboard for opening the soda. We're taking a little break right now. Yeah. I've always said. He, he chopped okay. and screwed it. I've always said. Every he chopped and screwed it, bro. I ain't never heard this. I never thought to hear it. Hold on now. Okay, okay. I've always said Drake. Nah, Drake is brilliant to me. When it comes to just like Drake his is ability, what? He's, he's brilliant. When it comes to his ability to just be a chameleon. So why did you hate on him so much? Because I was. You a, are a hater. Because I was a hater. Because man, you were a because hater. I was just like. I've always said anyone who hates on Drake is a fucking hater. It's because here's why. Here's why. Here, here's the here's the reason why. The same way everybody gives. Uh, everybody gives logic shit for being a copycat and for sounding like like fucking. Kendrick and shit. And, you know, he doesn't though. On some, on some, in his earlier stuff. He Logic really is a nerd. <laughs> Logic went down since. Uh, stuff, Logic is a fucking nerd. Since he dropped. Uh, he makes that, music that, for nerds that, that, that don't want to quite listen to hot shit. Uh, that suicide hotline song. One eight hundred. That's why I'd say he kind of like hit it cold and dropped. Low key, he peaked at that one song. Yeah, because that was it, bro. Huh. That was it. He was playing That's arenas for that song. Well, listen. Does I'm anybody saying, give a fuck about Logic now? Besides his core fan base? Well, I, no. Look, believe it or not, I've actually heard that his new project, Vinyl Days, that just dropped, I think, earlier last month. Um, it's getting some of the yeah. people, it, it, people it, it, are it, saying it, that he came back and it, it was like... Young Sinatra, though. I haven't been able have to give a fuck it? about Logic since... Have you guys heard it? Bobby I heard the Tarantino. mixtapes, and I stopped listening to him after the second album. Yeah. I haven't been able to give a fuck about Logic since Bobby Tarantino. All I know is that it was 30 songs. It's okay. a little okay. It's a lot of fun. Bobby Tarantino? Songs. The album? Song. Like the little mixtape? 
Well, I'm talking about the mixtape. Oh, the mixtape. Well, the new one's 30 songs. So it's a lot. I'm not about to sit there and 30 songs. Something got to stick, right? Something got to stick. It's like you throw shit out of a wall. Like something got to stick. But the one, that, the one that stood out to me was uh, Russ and Logic. You know, I thought Russ and Logic did pretty good. And honestly, I kind of thought Russ... Bodied him? Not bodied, but... For those of you guys listening right now, this is Therapy Music featuring Russ by Logic on Vinyl Days. Yeah, my anxiety was taking over. Remove the devil, let my faith go, feel it slide like a tame dola. I finally made it to the field of my dreams, and I know ghosts playing around in my head like I'm really over. Yeah, you know I got stripes in this Yes, sir. But I don't know, man. I think Russ. You know, it's funny because. Uh, all right, I gotta ask. What do you, how do you guys feel about Russ? Russ is generic. He's generic. Russ is generic. He's generic. Yeah. You know what I see Russ as? What? Like a French Montana ass dude. Here's the thing about Russ. French Montana was was bigger than. Here's the thing about Russ. He was bigger, but I'm saying. Owns, French Montana sounds like shit. a feature on his own fucking songs, dog. You didn't like any of the shit we heard earlier? No. No? No. French Montana sounds like a fucking feature on his own songs. Look, all I'm saying is, Russ has grown on me. He's got a couple songs out there where he's more in his lyrical bag. And he's not all that bad. He's not all that bad. Russ has set up a lane for himself to where he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Only females that are going to go to his concerts are like 15-year-olds, like teenagers. I could see some 18-year-olds in there. Maybe some 18 year olds, and that's about it. I mean, you can't tell me you haven't heard the Project Chomp. No. No. He had Ransom, Papoose, Westside Gun, Styles P, Big Crit, Snoop Dogg, Jay Electronica, Big Sean, Wale, Joey Badass, you know? I know Ghost a majority of the guys you, you Conway named. Conway the Machine, Sci High, Mozzie. He's got all those people on the project. I didn't know everybody you just named, but I don't give a fuck. Huh. He's generic as fuck, dog. And then he dropped Chomp, too, and he has those, pro- those fucking artists again. All of them? Yeah. Is he richer than me? Absolutely. 100%. He's 100% richer That boy than shit me. on my wallet. Big wallet. Absolutely. Wallet. Yes. He fucking sit on me with his wallet. Is his music good? Eh. 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 <coughs> you hit him with the eh. <coughs> I know you did. Hit him with the eh. Hit him with the fucking turtle. Chomp 2. Russ is on top of the world right now with Jay Electronica. Chomp 2. Yeah. Give him an eh. Yeah. Yeah, rapping over Harry Frog. I'm in a ghost, you can't scare me off. I mean, that's all right. Fairly all like cool. Wanda and Cosmo. I bought Gianna a condo. Some rappers order some beef with me. They got caught with a combo. Oh, I know yeah. my school ain't working. I'm too determined. I put my family's bills like I'm a thermal universe in sync with me. Who? This is how I picture me. I'm a legend. This ain't Zelda. Models trying to link with me. Ain't nobody. Look up a rough duet. It's like a duet with him and another female. Is that the new girl? The one that's been uh, trending recently, Handsome Art or some shit. Who? There's an old one. Handsome Go, go to like his Spotify page. <coughs> Who the fuck you talking about, Ever? Uh, Let, name him off. Uh, dude, he's got too many. Oh, I'm talking about singles. Like singles that are like most played. Oh, the most recent ones right now, they changed, bro. The most recent ones right now are Losing Control, 315. Play Losing Control. What is that on top of this cap? Is that caca? You have some reds. Oh, uh, Losing Control? Hey, look, I'm not gonna lie. Before I knew Russ was hated, I knew Russ for this song. This song? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard this song. Before this song playing right now? Yeah. I knew Russ and I had just like a song standalone. You know What's this song? song called? Losing Control. What's it about? By Russ. What's it about? What's it about? Listen to it. Shout out to Russ. Let me read the lyrics. Shout out to Russ. Out there doing his motherfucking thing. Shout out to Russ, Losing Control, released many, many years ago. I can see us on 101. Look, all I know is that all I know is that he has carved a lane for him for himself, and he's killing it. And and he wants to he wants you to know, hey, look, I'm not ju- I'm not just in this pocket. I'm also lyrical as well, so I'm just gonna keep dropping my lyrical shit as well. So I mean, I I respect. Is that more weed? I respect him. Is that more weed? I respect the. Uh, everyone just has weed everywhere. Re- what the fuck, cool. bro? I'm fucking right. I'm gonna keep everyone. I respect. I'm gonna raid you, bro. Hit me with a boo. Give me a boo. The fuck is this? What's going on? 
Oh, we got a full call. Yeah. Hello? Very, very intense. I'm at Ever's house. Huh? Really? Come inside. Oh, I hear his car. Oh, I do too. Open up the glass. Huh? Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure I'll be out there. Oh, Ever's car's in here. What? Do we got some, uh, do we got a second? Do we got another guest coming? No. Baby wants to go. He's probably picking up on the way up. Yeah, that's pretty intense stuff. They said he was not picking up on the way up. Alright. So we're back from the break. Big Meech left us. So we're about to wrap up this time. Was he ever on? He wasn't ever on. So tonight I have one more thing to talk about, guys. It's actually kind of... We were talking earlier about how you personally thought Kendrick was a progressive hip-hop breaker. And it was kind of trash. Well, speaking of progressive, the motherfucking Mars Volta are back. And they're not doing too well. But... They are niche. Are they really even that type of band, though, to, to do well like that? You're right. Black Light Shine, everybody, by the Mars Volta. Here's a teaser for their upcoming project. And they have a tour. Which, most of those fucking dates are sold out. Thankfully, I managed to get some right before my birthday. Because it's going to be nuts. Uh, I've always just seen clips of them performing live. And to be honest, all those clips kind of make them sound pretty garbage. So I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of what it's going to what's gonna be like. But I'm looking forward to it anyways. Um, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see them. To me, they're legends, man. From uh, At The Drive-In to, to De Facto to the Mars Volta to fucking... Fucking Animas, Bosnian Rainbows, um, anywhere, all the different, all the different groups that they've done, they're it's insane. These guys are creative geniuses, and the fact that they're coming back together as probably the best of all those groups, the Mars Volta is um, is not to be understated. You know what I'm saying? So far, there's only like four cities on their tour that are not sold out. What are they playing, though? Are they playing big shows? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, I don't even know where the actual concert is. Let me look it up. But uh, I don't know what, what venue we actually got those tickets for. All I know is that we fucking got on there so fast. I was like, motherfucker, I am not missing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So let me see exactly where, where these guys are getting down. So it looks like... The Mars Volta this year on October 11th is in Mission Ballroom, which uh, isn't necessarily a big venue, but it holds uh, quite a bit of people. So, Mission where? Mission Ballroom. Who the fuck is that? In uh, Denver, Colorado. That's where they're playing? Mission Ballroom? Yep. It looks like it's a pretty pretty big theater. It's not bad. If I had to say, definitely looks like the venue I would want to see the Mars Volta in. Um, all the seating around it is kind of like um, amphitheater style. Well, not amphitheater style. It's kind of like a, what do you call that? Gymnasium style, like bleachers. And then it just has an open floor on the bottom. But they're not like playing arenas or anything, are they? I mean, this isn't an arena, but it's a it's a pretty big, pretty big ballroom. How many people does it sit? Um, that I do not know. Now, I imagine it kind of depends on the show, depends on the uh, on the setup. But it says that the uh, flexible seating system sometimes ranges between you know two thousand two hundred to four thousand guests. So it's nothing too crazy, but to to think that the Mars Volta out of nowhere can just kind of pull up. So four thousand tickets? No, for sure. I mean, am I in selling four thousand tickets in, to anything? In every city? No, I'm not selling four thousand <laughs> tickets to anything. But I'm just saying. 
And they weren't like you know necessarily cheap tickets either. You know they. How much you pay for yours? They were they weren't they weren't a hundred or anything. But full disclosure, how much you pay for yours? I want to say they were probably like sixty a ticket. Not terrible. Not terrible. Not cheap though. Not cheap. Especially in this planet. So you do that, you know, times 4,000, you made a good little 240 40 a night. It's not bad, skis. 240,000? Yeah. It's not bad, skis. Right? Yeah. But you also got to think that you probably got a road crew with them and everything like that. Yeah, and they're, but they're getting liquor sales. And, well, do they get a part of that? I think so. I, I don't feel like they I do. think Axe do. I think Axe get a cut of the bar. Really? I believe so. I don't believe that. Yeah. I feel like Vinny's are stingy enough to be like, nah. Uh, that's, that's our cut. Yeah. You guys get the... Yeah. Shit. Well, if you think 4,000 heads, how many drinks would you get a night? Me? Yeah. Out of venue? Yeah. Like a, like a fucking like, show. Yeah, if, like you're, if you're at a show watching the Mars Vault, you're just getting, getting a little tipsy tipsy. Maybe two. Not sloppy. Two? Maybe two. What was that? Each one's probably what? Like 10 bucks? 11 yeah, bucks? That. Maybe 14. 14? I'll give you 14. 14 bucks for one drink. Yeah. So let's say two, you spent 30 bucks. That's 4,000 people. Maybe half are going to drink, or you think more? Maybe half. Maybe half? Especially in Colorado. So instead of doing it by uh, 14, let's do 4,000 times 7. Easily, you just made 28,000 people and just look at some. 28,000 and look at some. And one night. That's without the tickets and all that shit? Yeah. And just look at some. So I mean it's it's you know it's a good it's a good business to be in man it's a good business to be in that's what we need to, is it though we need to we need to continue talking yeah because if you think about it, per night you got a couple shows a week ideally and you're selling merch potentially and you got people set up as vendors and you got a little cut of their booth ideally it's a good business I agree with you but we need to get a vendor man you know if it was me I say. That's a little bit obsessive. I don't know if I tell all that. I'm... So kill him? <laughs> no, no, not the no, not the show. No, not the show. Uh, I was going to say, fire in the hole, man. Let's do that shit. That's the type of shit that we need to get on. I mean, I We need to make a venue. I agree. But yeah, I mean, it's... I'm excited, man. All I meant, all I was meant to say was I'm excited for the Mars Volta being back. It's going to be a good show. And uh, I'm pretty sure they're doing well. I mean, like I said, they've sold out almost every single show except four cities. There's only four cities that haven't sold out. And let me I... see, let me see what hating ass fucking cities are late to the late to the game. What what cities are holding out on the Marvel? Dallas? Detroit. Dallas is holding out. Dallas, Texas. But it's on September 22nd. Which this year happens to land on a Thursday. It's not bad. So it's like Dallas parties on Mondays. Yeah? Dallas fucking parties on Mondays. Uh, if they haven't sold out more Lotus, because they don't give a fuck. But they sold out on Friday. They're there twice? Yeah. So maybe people are like, you're going to be here Friday, all right? Why the fuck no, are you I'll, see you, I'll see you on Friday. Why would I have to why is, go out and fucking, there's a lot of men shit to have to come in and work all tired and shit on Friday. What are the other cities? The next city that didn't sell out is Philadelphia. Philly's a hating ass city, though. Philly just hate, just hate. Everybody knows that. Philly's, Philly's haters. Don't nobody like Philly. Damn. That ass. That's fired. That's crazy. That's what crazy. else? I, I would have. I mean. Damn. Philly. Someone shot me in the butt. What up? The next city that didn't sell out is Boston, Massachusetts. Boston's racist as fuck. Damn. Shots Boston is racist. I've heard from people that go to Boston, and also from what I've read in the media, media I mean, which, granted, I'm letting myself go by the media here. I've never been to Boston, so gas me all you want. But based off of what I've heard, Boston's racist as fuck. I think I've been to Boston maybe once, driven through there. The next city that didn't sell out is Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. has bigger issues to worry about than selling out a fucking Marvel to concert. Shots fired. That's true, though. They got, they got the president up there fucking off. Not the president fucking off. 
Dude, poor guy can really ride a bike. The next one is Toronto. Are they are they international like that though? Is Toronto even considered international? You know? I don't think I don't think the problem is that they're international or not. I think it's because they're going to be in Toronto in October, and it's Hump Day, so it's the first Hump Day of October. You know that's got to be some kind of crazy Drake holiday or some shit. Do people give a fuck about Hump Day? I don't know. That's still a thing. I honestly don't know. People give a fuck about dumber shit. The next city that didn't sell out, and it's the last one, San Francisco. Really? On uh, on Dee's birthday, October 19th. They said, no, we're going to be celebrating Dee's birthday instead. I expect that, I expect San Francisco to show up on that. Shots fired. Come on, San Francisco. What's San Francisco. going on? San Francisco's lit, dog. You ever been? Never. But, you know what's weird? Huh. It looks like San Francisco actually sold out the day before. They sold out on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday. I believe it. San Francisco's lit. I've been to San Francisco. So, I'm not a San Francisco resident. Certainly not on a Tuesday. But that shit's lit. Oh, oh, bro. Tell me I've told you. I think I may have told you. Sign the alarms. I think I may have told you. About the Kid Cudi concert that's happening in Cleveland? Yeah. I managed to score two fucking tickets. For you and Carly? <sighs> yes, sir. I don't care enough about Kid Cudi anymore, man. But I think all in all, it's going to be a stacked show. Kid Cudi, Play Bacardi, Haim, Don Tolliver, Dominic Vike, Pusha T, Jaden, 070 Shake, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Mike Dean, Chip the Ripper, Strick, and DJ EV. Where's he doing it? In Cleveland. Where in Cleveland? Um, that is a good question. I don't think it actually has a venue. Let me, see, let me double check. Moon Man's Landing. Um, in Cleveland. Perhaps it's some kind of park or some shit, man. Didn't say. Good question. Good question. Let's look at the general info. Looks like it's at the Flats West Bank in Cleveland, Ohio. Let's check that out. Flats West Bank. Shout out to the Flats West Bank of Cleveland, Ohio. Ooh, it's not a bad little venue. Ooh, it's right on the riverfront, my dude. What the hell? That's actually pretty dope. You know, it's going to be pretty dope. I don't give a shit enough about Kid Cudi to do something like that. That's, uh, that's harsh, man. You telling me that I'm gonna have to go out there and do it alone? Guess I gotta do it alone. Guess I gotta go. You definitely gotta do it alone, man. Yeah, well. well true. I mean, it looks like it's gonna be a dope venue. I'm seeing two pictures here. So I'm seeing a picture of what seems like performers performing on the bridge. And others performing on that flight area. So it might be on the flight area. I doubt they're going to be performing on the bridge. Oh, my lady might be here. Yes, sir. But anyways, man. It's been a... It's been a crazy... It's been a crazy show. I'm excited for what, what the rest of this year has in, has in store. And I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast unwillingly today. It's kind of what happens when you roll into H&S Studios... The mic gets rolling. We get talking. Ooh, I should make a little slogan like that. Appreciate you uh, coming out and getting a little fucked up, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I'll hit you back up when I'm in the Missouri side. I'm going to just be out for like two hours. Hey, yo. If we don't hang out, we're going to hang out. But I'll hit you up to the morning. That's real. Until next time, everybody, it's been HMS episode 40. We finally cracked the motherfucking fours. Let's get it. Is this a good Yes, sir. That's cool.